Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome, everybody, to the Pod's Honest Truth. Glad you're with me. Uh, David Brody here. And by the way, the full title, The Pod's Honest Truth with David Brody. Uh, thank you very much. How to get my name in the title, as you know, uh, that, that, that's a staple uh, of the podcast. And, I, and I'm glad I did it. I'll be honest with you. I'm glad I put my name in the title. Uh, my mom, for sure, would be proud. Hey, today on the podcast, Ben Carson. That's right. Remember the guy that ran for president? Oh, right. So he's secretary of housing and urban development now. Have you heard? Yeah, it's been about three years. You can Google it. It's true. And I had a chance uh, this past, uh, in the last week or so, to talk with Ben Carson. We actually spoke at uh, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD for short. Uh, kind of an ugly building, to be honest with you. Hey, not my words. Uh, ben Carson actually said that to me. Uh, and, and it's true, though, you should see my backyard. Uh, so that's a whole nother uh, situation. This will be the uh, first part of a two-part series, if you will, with Ben Carson. It was a long interview, about 30 minutes or so. We'll do a little bit of it today, specifically about homelessness and the church, the church's responsibility uh, in all of this. And Ben Carson, in the podcast today, you will hear him call, this is a personal call by the secretary, for every church, mosque, and synagogue in the country to adopt a homeless person or a homeless family. We're going to get into that in just a little bit because, in essence, he has said before that churches are really the front lines as places of refuge for those who need it most. So, uh, Ben Carson, what a story he is. You know, he was born in Detroit. He had a single mom, and the, the mom just had a third-grade education, basically. Uh, she worked multiple jobs to support their family. Uh, he grew up, obviously, uh, in, in a very poor area in Detroit, as he tells it. Um, as a matter of fact, you might remember, you know, Ben Carson actually talks about how he tried to stab a classmate when he was a young child at one point with a camping knife. It actually hit a large metal belt buckle, so it blocked the blade. Carson went home, locked himself in the bathroom, started praying, Lord, I can't deal with this temper because he had a temper. And guess what? He picked up the Bible, gave his life over to God, and <laughs> dot, 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 the rest is history. By the way, you know they made a movie about that. Cuba Gooding Jr. played him in the movie Gifted Hands. You might want to look it up. Um, I don't know if he won an Oscar for it. I don't think so. I, I, I doubt it. But uh, anyhow, Cuba Gooding Jr., Gifted Hands. There you go. Maybe we should get Cuba Gooding Jr. on, this, on the next Pod's Honest Truth. We'll see. Anyhow, so Carson went on. He graduated. He went to Yale. Oh, by the way, from uh, poor Detroit to Yale. How about that? Really smart guy. Oh, and speaking of smart, you know, for nearly 30 years, he served uh, at John Hopkins as the director of pediatric neurosurgery. Uh, he was just 33. What was I doing at 33? I, I don't know. I was probably at a fast food restaurant. Um, then in, in 1987, oh, he did this also. He successfully performed the first separation of conjoined twins at the back of the head. And he's also been given the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He's written nine books. Him and his wife, Candy, uh, have actually founded the Carson Scholars Fund, 
recognizes young people of all backgrounds for uh, great academic humanitarian accomplishments. So, you know, he has a resume, okay? So he's a show-off. No, he's not a show-off. But uh, what, what a resume he's got. Oh, and now, by the way, he just happens to be uh, HUD secretary. So we're going to go ahead and get into all of that with uh, Ben Carson. Two quick stories before um, we continue. I've had the inter- uh, the opportunity to interview Ben Carson uh, quite a few times. So it's got to be over 10 at least. And I remember going down to his home in West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, he's a great pool player. He said, hey, you want to play pool? And I knew this going in. I knew he was a great pool player. And I made the horrible, tragic mistake of saying, yes, I'd love to play pool with you. And the rest is history. He just uh, cleaned my clock uh, when it comes to pool. So, uh, and that was at his pool table in West Palm Beach. Uh, so, so that's one story. Here's another story. It has to do with President Trump. Actually, he was candidate Trump at the time. So this was on Donald Trump's golf course. I'm actually speaking to Donald Trump. Uh, and the camera is shut off. And we're just walking along on his golf course. And the day before, he had called Ben Carson an OK doctor. And I look at him and he looks at me and, I, you know, I'm from New York. He's from New York. And I look at Trump and I say, hey, you know, you realize he wasn't an OK doctor, right? He separated conjoined twins at the head. And he looks at me, he goes, all right, he's a good doctor. And I said, eh, you're a piece of work. And he starts laughing. He knew. So he just liked to have fun. Ben Carson uh, enjoyed that story when I told it to him. All right. The Ben Carson interview coming up. But to remind you, we are on justthenews.com. Great news site, Just the News. It says it all, right? We're not we're not spinning. We're not sensationalizing. Just giving you the news. Justthenews.com. You can go subscribe to my podcast, The Pod's Honest Truth, with David Brody. My name again. That's right. Oh, speaking of names, John Solomon. Uh, his podcast is there, too. John Solomon reports. Cheryl Atkinson. And her podcast there at justthenews.com. Don't forget to subscribe. You can subscribe uh, there. You can go to iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcast. So please do that. Subscribe and leave a review uh, for me as well. All right. We're back in a moment with more on Ben Carson and the faith angle when it comes to his role as HUD director. Back in a moment. You know, it's shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. That's the brutal lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and literally took ownership of her home. In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home. She got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get it back. You know, the FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and you do not want to be next. That's why I urge you to protect the online title to your home with Home Title Lock. You know, the legal documents to our homes are kept online where thieves hunt them. They forge the documents stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against your home and stick you with the payments. And no insurance or bank protects you. Home Title Lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not know it. Find out. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter WATCH for one month of free protection. Again, enter WATCH for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. And welcome back to the Pod's Honest Truth. All right, time now to discuss a little bit more about the church's role in the homelessness crisis, something you're going to hear Ben Carson talk about uh, in depth in a moment. Uh, Just recently, in the past month or so, he was out in California. He actually visited Riverside, California. It's part of his 
bus tour. It's called the Driving Affordable Housing Across America Bus Tour. That's a mouthful. Uh, and he, he was out there specifically. He went to the Grove Village. It's a, it's a collection of homes at the Grove Community Church. And that church is providing housing and support services to the homeless. That's right. They actually have homes uh, I believe there's four of them, if I'm not mistaken, uh, out there on the church property. And so what this is, is basically it's a it's a public-private uh, partnership. So you've got the church and the city of Riverside uh, working together to, in essence, house homeless people. So, But the actual homes are on the church property. City council in Riverside uh, basically paying about $120,000 for fees that the church would normally otherwise be responsible for. And in return, the church basically says, look, these homeless folks, they can live there for five years. We're going to try to help them. We're going to support them. We're going to try to have a get them to find a job through their ministry and all of that. Anyhow, long story short, that's the way that uh, that it's been working uh, under this administration and something Ben Carson talks a lot about, this public-private partnership, very, very important. He, of course, uh, is all for it. You know, it really goes to the heart of a of a new executive order uh, President Trump has signed. He signed it back in January of 2020. And basically, just so you understand, there was an executive order that ensured that religious and non-religious organizations are treated equally uh, by the federal government. So you can't discriminate against religious organizations. And this has to do specifically uh, with many of the federal agencies, including HUD. And so what is happening across the country, and it's going to be happening more and more, is that there are certain regulatory requirements that were imposed by the previous administration, specifically on religious organizations, but they weren't imposed on secular organizations. So, for example, now religious organizations can actually compete on a level playing field so they can have a better opportunity of federal funding, for example. Uh, the, the Also, social service programs from the federal government uh, now need to be implemented in a manner that's consistent with religious liberty protections in federal law. So bottom line, to make it all just kind of uh, simple here, uh, there were more hoops for religious organizations to go through to either get federal funding or maybe potentially not even uh, being treated properly. And I'll give you an example of that. Uh, before, uh, faith-based social service providers, not, not, not secular providers, but uh, faith-based social service providers, how to refer any beneficiaries who objected to the religious character of that organization, they had to refer them to an alternate provider. Now, you don't have to do that. So th there are certain uh, places that the Trump administration has tried to make it easier for religious organizations to help out. Anyhow, Ben Carson, all for that, and he is going to talk to us about that, specifically me, <laughs> because it's the Pod's Honest Truth with David Brody. Otherwise, it'd be just the Pod's Honest Truth with, you know, Joe Schmo, uh, which, by the way, has kind of a nice ring to it. Uh, I don't even know a guy named Joe Schmo. But we, I do know Ben Carson. We talk to him next. All right, so picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about the crow's feet or those large under eye bags? Now imagine that they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery, just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It is the edge that you've been looking for. So you don't believe me? Well, guess what? I didn't either until I actually tried it. Now, I don't have to imagine anymore. 
I look like me, just 10 years younger. Simply put, I'm blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. And the best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody will know you're using it. Of course, unless you tell them. So go to tryplexiderm.com, use my code VOICES for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus get ready, an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, so visit TryPlexiderm.com today and use code VOICES at checkout. That's TryPlexiderm.com, code VOICES. And welcome back to The Pod's Honest Truth. All right, time now for our interview with Ben Carson. I did this interview with him in person at the Department of Housing and Urban Development. I feel like uh, talking like that when I say that. In other words, HUD. And can I just say, full disclosure, a little behind the scenes, I don't know if I should say this. I'm just going to say it. Why not? It's, it's the podcast. Anything goes. Um, so I was not just host, but that's right, engineer for this. Thank you very much. Um, I actually had to hit the record button uh, which, hey, for f someone like me, that's challenging, okay? And I had to make sure I was recording and I had the levels right. And guess what? It worked. So you know what? As we like to say in evangelical world, praise God. Speaking about praise God, wait, no, that's a bad transition. Never mind. Strike that. You don't even know what I was going to say. Let's get to Ben Carson and our interview. And he's going to pick it up. We're going to pick it up specifically right where he starts talking about what his personal call to churches, mosques, and synagogues are across this country. I want you to listen to this, and here's Ben Carson. One of the things that we're going to be uh, pushing out over the next uh, few weeks mm -hmm. is an appeal to churches, synagogues, and mosques to help with the homelessness problem. Mm -hmm. If every church would adopt one homeless person or one homeless family, with the goal of making them self-sufficient in a year. Can you imagine what the impact would be? Mm -hmm. And before there was a HUD, quite frankly, that's, that's what they did. And they did a whole lot better job. And I'll tell you the reason they did a better job mm -hmm. is because you develop personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And I was visiting a, a church, uh, Grove uh, Community Church and Village in um, Riverside mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. in California. Uh, on their property, they built four single-family homes for homeless people. Mm. And they bring the families in. They have all the resources and skills of the people in the church. They help them. They develop relationships. They get them jobs. They get them moving. Mm -hmm. And then they bring in the next group of families. And it's just fabulous. And the, the people uh, who get saved through that are just eternally changed. Mm. So you're saying, and you've said this for a while now, even when you were a candidate, before <laughs> that, you've been saying this for a long time, that it's not the government that can solve your problem, but there is a faith component to this, yes. more than a faith component, really, just a, that, that is crucial to getting people to, to, to in essence, out of homelessness and, and a better life. Absolutely. And, you know, the United States of America is a different place. We shouldn't try to be like everybody else, you know? Our money says, in God we trust. But why do we act like that? <laughs> so, uh, again, you know, um, 
people also say, you know, well, what you're talking about violates constitution, the separation mm -hmm. of church and state. There's nothing in the constitution that even mentions separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. And that, that was a Supreme Court uh, ruling, and it was not intended for, for people to have to remove their faith from their lives. Mm -hmm. And Thomas Jefferson talked about it. Uh, but again, he made it very clear it wasn't his intention for people to remove faith from their lives. Mm -hmm. People have taken it and distorted it and made you think that you're not supposed to mention your faith in public. But, mm. you know, uh, one nation under God, you know, godly principles, loving your fellow man, caring about your neighbor, developing your God-given talents to the utmost so that you become valuable to the people around you, having mm -hmm. values and principles that govern your life. How is that bad? <laughs> right. Any more details you can share with me a little bit about the churches and synagogues and mosques getting involved? Because this, this, this seems pretty, I don't call it revolutionary, but it's, it, it's, it seems different, especially from past administrations. Uh, yeah, well, you know, basically when people start, when people actually have a project, mm -hmm. it brings them together. Mm. And, uh, you know, a lot of the hatred and animosity begins to rapidly fade when you actually begin to help somebody else and you begin to focus some of your attention and you know many hands make for light work hmm. so if you have a whole congregation and you have this particular family it's going to be pretty easy for clothes to appear mm -hmm. for meals to appear for jobs to appear for all kinds of things to happen mm -hmm. and uh you know, that's the, the, the tremendous advantage of a whole congregation. Now, there are some congregations that can do more than one family, obviously. Mm -hmm. But just we're just asking people to do one family or one person. Mm -hmm. And you have a project that you can focus on. And uh, when you can focus on something good, you don't have a lot of time to focus on bad stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. Uh, the Find Shelter uh, there's something on the website called Find Shelter. This yes. is interesting. This hasn't really been discussed much. Can you tell this, me a little this bit is, about this? This is a new uh, yeah. program, uh, hud.gov okay. uh, slash find shelter. <laughs> Give me the whole app now. <laughs> I, I got it. I'll find it. Any place you are in the country, you can go to that website. Mm -hmm. It gives you a place to type in where you are, and it will tell you where you can get food, where you can get clothing, mm -hmm. where you can get a shower where you can get a bed, where all these things. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you, when you see somebody begging on the street, mm -hmm. guess what you can do? You can either take your phone out, show them where to go. A lot of times it's just like three blocks over there. Mm -hmm. You can print it out for them and give it to them. Look, you don't have to be out here. Just over there, you can go and get a bed. Mm -hmm. You can get shelter, you can get a shower, you can get some clothes. Yes. These things exist all around, but it, it doesn't help if you don't know where they are. Mm -hmm. So so you're saying that there is this compassionate angle, more than angle, compassionate theme, if you will, to all of this, because I'm wondering about what people will say uh, when it comes to this year's budget, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been, the critics are always out there with the of budget. Of course, of course. And we know that, and, and I know this is pie in the sky, and in other words, this is what the Trump administration budget you know, has right. called for, but you know, 15% cut at HUD right. and even homeless assistant grants down mm -hmm. a little bit. What's, what's the reaction to that when critics say, well, if, sure. you know, 
you know, well, got to take it from there. Well, the, the reaction is uh, the budgetary process is a bilateral process. Mm -hmm. You know, there's negotiations that go and you reach a, a, a final budget. Mm -hmm. And uh, the budget that the president has presented is, uh, for HUD, is the minimum budget that is necessary to make sure that there are no evictions uh, and no people are compromised mm -hmm. who are already being taken care of. Mm -hmm. um, is it going to wind up being the final budget? Probably not. Mm -hmm. um, but I will guarantee you that whatever the final budget is, we're going to use it very efficiently. Mm -hmm. Even though they, uh, this budget calls for a 15 percent cut in HUD and all that, you call it the minimum mm -hmm. that you can do your job with. My understanding from what you're saying is it's not about the money as much as it is about how it's being spent Correct. and the philosophy behind it. You look at the amount of money that's being spent in California, billions and billions of dollars, and the numbers of homeless people are going up. Mm. So Money not the problem. You know, it, it, it really means people need to be willing, first of all, to admit that maybe what they're doing isn't the best thing mm -hmm. and can we talk about it and can we just sit down you know i'm not big on just saying you're terrible and you're i, I don't do you'll never find me doing that because that generally is not helpful but uh, <laughs> um, but just sit down and say let's work this out together it, it's sort of like my mother used to do with me and my brother she would say well, let's sit down together and figure out what the rules should be. Mm -hmm. should, and see, since we were involved, you know, we couldn't say that they were unfair. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and we had to do our chores. And it worked out just fine. Has this been an enjoyable experience for you? What has this been like for you? Different. Uh, well, it, it wasn't very enjoyable in the beginning. Why is that? Uh, because for the first five months, I had no assistant secretaries. For eight months, there's no deputy secretary. Right. Every day was like drinking from a fire hose. But, you know, now, I mean, at HUD, we have the ugliest building, <laughs> but the very best people. Okay. That's <laughs> and good. that's what makes it good. We're getting an awful lot accomplished. And if you ever want to be impressed, just go to HUD.gov and look under the accomplishment section. These are not things you'll ever hear about in the mainstream media because mm -hmm. there's a lot of really good stuff. They don't want to talk about that. But uh, just massive changes have occurred here. All right, so picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about the crow's feet or those large under eye bags? Now imagine that they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery, just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. It is the edge that you've been looking for. So you don't believe me? Well, guess what? I didn't either until I actually tried it. Now, I don't have to imagine anymore. I look like me, just 10 years younger. Simply put, I'm blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. And the best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody will know you're using it. Of course, unless you tell them. So go to tryplexiderm.com, use my code VOICES for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus get ready, an additional $10 off. That's right. 
50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee, so visit TryPlexiderm.com today and use code VOICES at checkout. That's TryPlexiderm.com, code VOICES. And that is Ben Carson on the Pod's Honest Truth. Part one, by the way, of our interview. We have part two coming on Wednesday, or depending on when you download it, it's just coming somewhere in the viral universe. You'll find it somewhere. But part two will deal with race relations. Obviously, Ben Carson, African-American, growing up poor, uh, he has a vested and personal interest in all of this. And he is going to actually explain a little bit more uh, about uh, Donald Trump and this administration. And he's going to get into racism and the African-American vote. It's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, looking forward to, um, to talking with him about that uh, next time around. By the way, can I just tell you, I uh, love Ben Carson. Don't get me wrong. He's like a human version of the chamomile tea. You know, he kind of soothes you. Uh, he's just really relaxing, and boy, I just feel so peaceful. Like it's kind of a like a Zen, well, all right, Christian Zen moment. Uh, so, so that was just really enjoyable, and um, you know, I, I felt peaceful afterwards. So, just just so you know, in case you were wondering. That does it for The Pod's Honest Truth. Don't forget to go to justthenews.com. Subscribe to my podcast, The Pod's Honest Truth with David Brody. Thank you so much. Uh, also, John Solomon reports that podcast as well. That's investigative, unbelievable, fantastic. Speaking about investigative and fantastic, Cheryl Atkinson's podcast as well uh, there. Justthenews.com. We're just the news. We're not spin. We're not playing around. We're just going to give it to you straight. Uh, you're, you're smart enough to figure it out yourself. We don't need to tell you to figure it out a certain way. You'll do that on your own. David Brody here for the Pods Honest Truth. Mm-hmm.